You are listening to Nerd Best Friends, a podcast that covers the nerdy conversations you're already having, or wish you could. It's the nerdiest thing you'll do this week. Happy New Year and welcome back to Nerd Best Friends. I'm Annalise and I'm here with my best friend, Rob. Hey, it's me, Rob, your best friend, your podcast host, and your guy who fakes all the words to Auld Lang Syne. The Nerd Best Friends podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Subscribe and follow us now. This is Season 2, Episode 27, and to kick off 2023, we are gamifying our nerd goals for this year. These are not New Year's resolutions, but our 23 for 2023. But first... Rob's recommendations. Awesome. Thank you so much. So this week for recommendations, I have found something super cool on DMs Guild. It's called Micro Dungeons, and it's sort of a level up from the idea of the five room dungeon. Annalise, are you familiar with the five room dungeon? By name, I'm going to say no, but very likely you have shown me, had me play, or <laughs> has ex- you've explained it to me in the past in some way, shape, or form. Okay. The five room dungeon is this design philosophy that's became very popular around the time Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition, almost 10 years ago now started. The idea is it's sort of a storytelling outline where it's a Dungeons and Dragons game in five acts. The idea being that when you are going to sit down and play a night of Dungeons and Dragons, you're going to head to a dungeon. There's going to be room one is going to be the entrance to the quote unquote dungeon, whether it's an actual like underground thing or it's a sky castle or it's a forest dwelling, whatever it might be. The first thing you're going to design for your characters is the entrance to the lair and there will, and there will be some kind of guardian there. After that, they'll enter and there will be some sort of puzzle or role playing challenge or something that uses the, you know, the skills tree instead of the combat tree. Room three, but that's the trick or the setback or the trap, right? There's some sort of environment effect that the characters will have to encounter. Room four, that's the climax. That's where your big boss fight is, you know, after they maybe discern some, some clues. That's the big fight. That's the one that's going to take the longest. And then room five, that's your rewards with the revelation. Sometimes that's where you put the little plot twist. Oh, it was the friends we made along the way, or it's the hook for the next adventure, whatever it might be. So that's the idea of a five room dungeon. It's just a real easy outline for when you're designing your games. Boom, 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 boom. It simplifies the chart that's in the Dungeon Master's Guide that comes with. However, you can use that in accordance with the DM's Guide because the DM's Guide has all these kinds of charts that you can roll on to populate things like this. And tons of bloggers and online. It, again, it was very popular if you Google <laughs> Five Room Dungeon. There's all kinds of people with their different ideas. But it's a really fun way to start if you're running a game. You Okay, Five Room Dungeon and go to some of these charts. It's going to be a... Oh, okay, it's in, it's in a forest. All right. I want to make this forest grow. What's the guardian going to be? Then I can go to my DMs. Got to get up the charts of like forest dwelling creatures of CR 
whatever a solo for your level party oh, okay i got four people they're level three i need a cr4 monster what lives in the forest is cr4 you either look down the list choose one or even roll the die and choose it randomly it's just a help right to to design your stuff right okay i have found and it looks like they've been around for a while is micro dungeons micro dungeons are you buy them pdf on dm's guild and they're cheap i think i spent five dollars and i got like six or seven micro dungeons and they are little one pagers of a five room dungeon that's already been designed for you they've got different themes like in the one i got there's like a evil fish guy dungeon and there's a plant monster dungeon and there's a unicorn dungeon i also noticed that they have other themes as well like there's a there's a halloween set of micro dungeons where they're all like in graveyards and crypts and stuff i think there's probably a christmas i know there is there's like a christmas winter one that you can get that has different themed dungeons and it's very much that same philosophy of like oh this is like a small one-shot dungeon it follows a pattern but we've done all the other part for you and we've come up with like a fun little theme and some extra details here you go the other thing that's cool about it is they give the monster stat blocks at different levels. So if you've got low level players, you can okay. play it one way. Okay. If you've got mid tier players, their stat blocks are harder, but the same creatures and then super bad hard for the same creatures as well. So wherever you want to throw this in, you're set. And so I think it's really well done. And I think they're a great price. And I got to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. When you were describing that, it reminded me of the one shot we did last winter with Andrew and the ice tunnel. That sounds very familiar. Although you don't necessarily force the the players into all of those dungeons, right? It's possible that they just decide to skip one and that skips part of the adventure. Oh, there's a whole philosophy. Uh, I think like you could look up like the nine different dungeon designs for the five room dungeons and they've all got little nicknames as far as like, do you make it go in a train, which is like room after room after room? Sure. Do you do a branch? Do you do a spiral? Does one loop around each other is it so there's all kinds of different like keys that you can do in that way but yes with that one that andrew did he uses this philosophy right the whole time yeah. you're gonna go in there were the guardians which were yeah. with the um the doors the there were two big doors but wasn't it like the reindeer the the paratons were in that foyer or was it something else there was something in the foyer that was that seemed at the time we're t- like a year more than a year ago now it seemed insignificant insignificant it was like i remember the puzzles getting to because the, the, there was three doors oh, oh, oh yeah and it was a puzzle for each door or a puzzle to get to understand the symbols on the doors. That's what I remember most. And I remember thinking we almost skipped one, but just because randomly we picked the big boss, I think first or second, and the other rooms became insignificant also at that point, but we went through them anyways, not quite. Yeah, I think his yeah. branched in his design, it branched off where it was yeah. like, you go after the after the... The entrance slash guardians, you either went to the ice, which was like the skills challenge yes. one, or you could go around this other way yeah. and fight through some other monster, which is what we did. Yeah. And then either path would have led us to the middle. Where to the, the big boss. Yeah. This, I just remember was. something like that. But as you explained it, that's kind of what popped in my head is that game we played with Andrew uh, last winter in 2021 yeah with those two doors it was either you go to the ice skills challenge then you fought the yeti and then the dragon or we went through we went the the other way and got to the dragon before the yeti well remember we fought santa we fought a wizard first that's right that's right that's right that's right so we fought the wizard instead of the yeti and then the dragon and then when we started smoking the dragon the yeti we didn't fight from the other room came running in in. like leroy jenkins (laughs) (laughs) blew us away that was a good game 
Thanks for that recommendation, Rob. And in terms of nerd mail, I know it's been winter break, seeing family. We have our listeners, regular listening. What's happening right now during break is people are sending us reels and memes about D&D, about Romy and Michelle's, about pinball things. Like It's really fun. So no comments in the nerd mail, but just want to say thank you to our listeners. Continue to interact with us online. We're on Instagram, Facebook, all those things. And yeah, keep that nerd mail coming. This week, we are talking about our 23 for 23. We do this every year. If you weren't listening last year when we did 22 for 22, the idea is that instead of New Year's resolutions, which tend to have a negative or punishing or fix what's wrong with you kind of attitude, we instead choose things we want to do in the next year for fun. Things that we want to get through, that we want to make sure we we carve out time for, you know, our, our nerd hobbies and fun things that we want to do, just to calendar them, to look forward to things during the new year, and to keep us on track, making sure that all our projects and nerdy games get played. What I like about this is exactly what you said, Rob. I think both of us are just not fans of New Year's resolutions. I think we've talked philosophically just as best friends before that if there's something you need to fix about yourself, you need better health, you need to, you know, drop some pounds, you need to X, Y, Z, whatever that thing is, could be negatively perceived as a New Year's goal that is then not met. Really find the time to do that separately than when the calendar turns over to the new year. So this way, which... I came on and joined you all in doing this, I think a a year or two after you started it with your family, has been a really great way to just look at the entire year in terms of other goals versus Mm -hmm. self-improvements, right? Like, I think everyone now doesn't like the nerdy girl with her hair up and glasses on and wears frumpy clothes at the beginning of the movie. All she needs is makeup and a haircut and take her glasses off to contacts. That's what New Year's resolutions are to me. This instead (laughs) is a goal of things that are good and fun and healthy and gamifying things throughout the year. Exactly right. So the first year that we did it was 19, was 19 for 19. So this will be 19, 20, 21, 22. This will be the fifth year in a row that we'll, we'll be creating one of these boards. I was just looking back at my 19 for 2019 to see how far I've come. And honestly, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff. Finish this D&D campaign, (laughs) clean up the nerd room, paint this set of miniatures, play such so many games. You play 19 tabletop games with my son all of this kind of thing like the winners keep co- the winners repeat <laughs> every year the ones that make me feel good uh just keep getting put on that list i also this is my third year doing it i don't really count 2020 because you had introduced me to it and listeners we use trello and i know we've talked about in the past how some of your employers may require trello this is totally <laughs> not a work thing but trello is a really good way to just set your cards up and attach pictures and share your progress A lot of mine are repeated from the last couple of years, such as complete my Goodreads goal instead of saying I'm going to read 23 books. It's Uh my Goodreads goal. Um, So that's a lesson you learned. That's a lesson learned. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I did keep like I'm going to keep I did. 21, 22, now 23 new movies or shows. So that's one that I've repeated. And Uh, have you been successful on that? 
Yes, because what was helpful in 22 was having my stepdaughter came and lived with us and we had a foreign exchange student and they wanted to watch stuff all the time. So we had Uh, like movie nights during the week and they would pick these funky, random, like horrible movies. But, you know, all the streaming stuff, they'll pick something random and we'll make fun of it the entire time. So I was able to keep up with that and easily hit over 22 this year because of that. What I tended to to start doing is counting individual episodes, which was a little bit of a Ah. shift for me. So (laughs) if I watched a a Netflix or Amazon Prime or HBO Max series, I would count an episode as a new watch because time is getting trickier. Um, Gotcha. See, I used to have that on my, like, oh, watch 19 new movies or watch 19 new things, watch 22 Mm -hmm. new things. And I never made it. I mean, sure. I'd be like, wow, I watched 12 movies this year. It seemed like a lot, but it was almost halfway of what I needed. You know, yeah, like, I just never hit it. Yeah, and you're right. 23 is a lot, which is why the individual episodes will help me make that mm-hmm. goal, right? I don't watch a lot of television as it is or new stuff yeah. as it is. So doing an episode, that means one series that has 10 episodes is going to be, not gonna be almost half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's how I, like I shifted that. that one. I also thought about putting podcasts on there, right? Mm-hmm. What if I listened or watched to new episodes or shows or 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 that could be possible. But then that becomes tricky because I've gotten into recently listening to NPR's Up First. That's a 13 to 15 minute show every day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put that on my Trello board. That's 15 minutes. I don't know if that counts as an episode. So I feel like with stuff like that, you're almost spending more time logging on the card what you've done than actually enjoying anything. That's very true. Well, let's talk about 22. What are some of your highlights of the goals that you you made for 2022? Okay. So uh, like you mentioned, as far as the, the mechanics of it, it's a super easy Trello board. It's three lists. Ideas, I move them over to in progress once they're in progress. And then I've got a third one for finished or mission accomplished. And that's it. You just, you've got your huge list of ideas or I don't know how you do it. I, in the past, <laughs> in the past, I have come up with like 23 things or, you know, I would say like, oh, it's 23 for 23. I'm going to put 23 things on my ideas list and I'm going to try to move over all of those 23 things. I don't do it that way anymore. Now <laughs> I put like 50 things on the ideas oh, list. Sure, sure. And then, you know, when I'm like, oh, okay, I just finished something. Move the card. I'm going to pick something else. I've got this menu of things where I can say, okay, what do I want to put? You know, what do I want to start next? Or what makes the most sense to start next? Instead of, you know, you get to, to the last quarter of the year, there's like four things left on that list. And I'm staring at them like, I don't feel like doing any of these. <laughs> like, it turned, these that turned into a chore. What am I going to do? So that's how I did it for 2020. Two And sure enough, there's still probably 15, 16 things on my ideas page. A lot of that actually had to do with the fact that shipping was... Oh, sure. And logistics was so bad at, yes. the, at the beginning of 2022. There are Kickstarters that I was sure I was going to have, you know, in the summer. You know, oh, paint this box of minis, paint this new game when it arrives. I'm still waiting. Right. <laughs> so some of those right. didn't get done. I mean, that's a really, that's a really good shift that you made over the years. And I remember you saying something about that last year that you're going to put more than 22 things on the list. What I did is create a fourth card. 
So Ooh. I made my initial list last year for 22, this year for 23. My initial list of the 23 things that I think are my priorities right now. Obviously, two, three months from now, tomorrow, that could change. So my fourth card is a wish list. So I have wish list. I have let's do this, doing it and done it. That's how I list my cards or my categories. So if I down the line am looking at my let's do this list and I see like go on 23 bike rides. Rob, my bike has been sitting needing repair for three years now. <laughs> Oh boy. At some point I'm like, eh, I'm probably just going to move that to the wish list and move something else over as my goals shift throughout the year. Okay. So see, but you could also make a card on your to-do list that says get bike fixed. And that's yes. just one thing you yes. can do. That might be actually already on my list for 23. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there you go. Talk about that, how you, how that happened and some highlights of what you did accomplish for 22. Okay. Talk about so there was. Finished. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of them that stands out is the Conan miniature board game. I think that that had been on my list since 2019. Uh, <laughs> it, it was one of these gigantic Kickstarter boxes with a million miniatures and all this stuff. Beautiful, really cool, cool uh, stuff. But I did the thing back then where I was, okay, I got a new game. I want to play it. So I'm going to look at what's the first scenario in the box. I'm going to paint those eight minis so that we can play that first scenario. Cool. Awesome. We did. I'm going to get ready for it. That was fun. I'll do the second one. So I picked out the next six minis, painted them. Awesome. We'll do that. And then, you know, something else new and shiny came up and I didn't go back to that box and I didn't go back to that box. And so then the next year I'm like, oh, I got to make sure that I, I get through that Conan box this year. So same thing. All right. What's the next scenario we're going to play? I'm going to grab those next six guys. I'm going to paint them up something, something, something. But then it's sad. And it's sad. <laughs> so I changed my philosophy. I've changed my practice this year to when I get a box, when I'm going to dive in, I'm getting it done. <laughs> so uh, that was the first one I got done last year was everything that was just random happenstance, hadn't been painted yet in that box that had been sitting there for four years got done. That was the, <laughs> the first one I knocked off. Another one that was a big, that was a big thing was a few years ago when Warhammer 40k 9th edition came out. They had a starter box that was just gorgeous. I mean, they always do a good job of when they have their starter boxes, making them super cool. But when I saw the Indominus box by Games Workshop that came with like two full on armies, a space marine army and a Necron army. Yeah. And it had the new beautiful rule book and all this stuff. And at that time, Andrew had kind of asked, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm kind of curious about Warhammer 40k. You've got this old stuff in here. What's that? And I'm like, Oh, I'm getting Andrew this box. <laughs> he's going to love it. We're going to paint together. You know, he'll paint the, the Marines and I'll paint up the Necrons and we'll have like this great bonding to that boy's credit. He painted some minis. I think he painted like 10 space Marines, like two oh, squads wow. of five and did great job taught him how to do the priming and the washing he put the decals on he did the you know the textured bases all the stuff but then it kind of it kind of dwindled off of his excitement and dwindled off and dwindled off and i got my guys done i finished all my neck rods and i'm like hey when are you gonna start paying that hey we could play you just gotta you know sit down and paint i'm gonna go back in the room and pay you you want you want to come paint and finally, Maria, like after a year, Maria's like, he's not going to paint those miniatures. If you want to play that game, you're going to have to paint those miniatures. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <gasps> I remember you talking about that. Yeah, so it's like, like well, right. got to bite the bullet now. So I did. And I painted all of those gosh darn Marines, finished that whole thing. And as I was finishing it and I'm like, oh, I'll put up a picture, this and that. I 
realized that online there was a whole thing of like the Indomitus Club because so many people fell into the same trap I did of like, oh my gosh, look at this gorgeous new starter box and bought it like it sold out and pre-orders and all this stuff. Tons of people have it. Very few people have actually finished painting it. (laughs) And so I found myself in the elite club of those of the Indominus Club who actually finished painting all of their miniatures and have them right just in time for 10th edition to come out probably <laughs> next year. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to say what you're going to do or not do, but I can imagine the whole set of that would not be as enticing that the new one won't be as enticing to get since you've just gone through this whole ninth edition box. Maybe I learned my lesson. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll not. see. If the next one's got orcs in it, I might be here oh, again. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've I've learned that uh, small scale skirmish games are uh, are, are where the jam <laughs> is, not the gigantic a hundred miniature army Oof. games. What are some other highlights for you from twenty two? Oh, you know what? I have a few things on here that were 3D print projects that I mm. did and then I was able to like gift to people, yeah, right? Yeah. So like making dice towers for people's birthday or sending them off to things like that. Those were fun projects to kind of put that hobby to use of not like, oh, I'm just collecting more stuff in my closet, but right. oh, I made this, like, here's this hand-painted thing I made and it's for you. I would say the biggest one that I didn't realize had happened just this year was painting and playing through Folklore the Affliction. I oh, was yeah. really hot on that game this yes. year. Yes. I got super excited about those guys. I finished painting up the whole box of them. And then we had our every other Wednesday family game night and we cruised through that whole game. So painting the box was one of the things. And then playing and finishing the campaign was another. And that was great. That was great painting time. That was great family time and a big, uh, a big sense of accomplishment for a game that I found to be really fun. And did you did you all actually finish all the way through that game? So there are two boxes. I also have an expansion box. Sure. We didn't start the expansion. But okay. Yeah, we've played through the whole first box of yeah. 12 chapters and however many scenarios. And I remember stuff. you saying there were some days where you just left it out because you're like, what are we doing tomorrow? We're going to do this instead. So <laughs> It was fun. Yeah, That's we awesome. have such a good time on Wednesdays, you know, Wednesday night. But it's like, all right, well, we got through this fight. There's a little more left. What are we doing tomorrow? Let's play again. Or, you know, even if it were Saturday, like, well, can we get a, get away with leaving it out until Saturday morning? <laughs> All right, cool. Let's do that. Same question to you. Looking at your 2022 board, what are your highlights? This is something that I really appreciate about this because I had like gone all the way over to the last card to see what I had accomplished and looking up like, oh yeah, that was pretty cool. So, and some of it we've talked about on the podcast. I attended my first con. I went to mm-hmm. Nerdville and that was in mm-hmm. Watsonville, California. So that was really cool. I backed two Kickstarter projects. One on my own and one in Happies with You for Marble Zombies and Final Girl. <laughs> I had on here go on two trips or vacations. So I did. I uh, January, um, a year ago now, I flew out to Atlanta to see my college roommate, which I hadn't seen her and I hadn't met her now two-year-old, but then one-year-old. <laughs> and then the other one was Hawaii, which I got to go right. with the uh, school choir in March. My partner and I went as chaperones. And what was really cool is I knocked out another in my list, which I had on to paddleboard at least once during the year. So I went and paddleboarded in Hawaii and that was amazing 
amazing experience. Uh, that's that's a high on my list of goals that I want to continue. Particularly, the paddleboarding was really great in Hawaii. The waters are so much more calm in some areas mm-hmm. than than here. Um, so I get to paddleboard in the ocean. So and then there's the the regular ones. Completing my Goodreads goal and some good books that I read that I you know I forget back what I read at the beginning of the year. So I read some good books. I have a couple of financial goals on there, like X amount of dollars in savings a month, and those are really great. And then the watching the watching 22 new things as I look through like I watched some good stuff this year and that was easy to forget I I watched all of How to Get Away with Murder, which is an older series. So I was watching it late, but really enjoyed it. Scream 5 came out. The new West Side Story came out. (laughs) Bob's Burgers movie. My partner's really big and my brother's really big on Bob's Burgers. So we went and saw that. The uh, Netflix has come out with some bangers this year. What, the fourth season of Stranger Things? The Jeffrey Dahmer series that came out that's going to win, I'm saying right now, is going to win a bunch of awards. And and a couple of things I've been watching recently. So it, it was cool to see the things that I'd watched, the things that I had read. But the highlights for me were, you know, being able to go on that trip to Hawaii, being able to paddleboard there, going to my first con and moving my bike goal out because fix bike and take a ride was on it i kind of moved it to the wish list uh bikes are expensive everything's expensive (laughs) (laughs) um so you were talking about we we were kind of messing around with the list and thinking ahead my wife maria has come up with some different ideas with the the whole thing of like oh man 23 is a lot doing 23 of something is is too much like you're talking about reading 23 books watching 23 new things like that's pretty big. So she's come up with a, a cheat where it's like, okay. well, it's 2023. So let's do three. Okay. <laughs> okay. On a card, be like, do this All three right. times. Do this three times. Or maybe because the numbers are starting to get so high, it's not 23, but it's two plus three. It's five. And maybe oh, next hey. year, be two plus four is six. Yeah, Almost idea. like a restart because, oh my gosh, it's just going to get more and more yeah. unattainable as yes. the numbers go up. Agreed. So. And one thing I thought that I did in 2022 that I carried over to 2023 is go for one a month. So my goals are 12, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, each yeah. each month I'm going to do this. So I'm going to save X amount of dollars 12 times. That's my Goodreads goal. Read 12 new books. I am changing the watch new things to 12. If I can watch one new thing a month, and that's not going to work out favorably. Like I'm not going to do one new thing a month, but maybe it'll even out. Right. It'll even out because one month I might see two movies and one month I might Mm -hmm. see none. So I think going by by the month for me is going to be really what I hinge on for those numeric goals. Talk about some regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, regrets. Oh, I remember. Oh, good. I was just going to say the bike one. I've already mentioned it three times, but go ahead. Okay, so I also have a bike one, and it is, I remember on this show last year when we recorded, and we were going through, and I was like, I'm only putting fun stuff on here, it's just going to be full of painting and playing <laughs> games, that's all, I'm not putting any of these health ones, I'm not, you know, there were, there used to be ones on there about like, weigh in 19 times with a smaller number than the time before, work out three days a week for 22 sure. weeks, like all this kind of stuff, and I specifically said, I'm not putting these health ones on on here. I don't need that. <laughs> One of the most unhealthy years I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I, oh my Ooh. gosh. Oh boy. So does oh that mean, boy, does that mean you changed your plan for 2023? Do you have something? Yeah, I'm going to have to put something on there to get my 
fat butt out of my painting chair and maybe get some fresh air and exercise. Holy smokes. Well, you know, it, two surprises for me that were not on my list is I I am actually working out four times a week now. There's a great local local gym that does, it's kind of like cross training. It's not CrossFit, so it's not that intense, but they basically set up six stations and they have four different types of workouts. What's been really great is, is they offered a free month back in July I joined it for a couple months and then went, it's kind of expensive, you know, got other things going on. And what they actually offered me because they're a small local gym and not a giant chain is once a week I go in and clean the gym at the end of the day on Sundays, no I go in and clean the gym and that pays, I go four times a, a month and that pays my membership. So big shout yeah. out to them for sure for doing that. So I go four times a week before work. And then on Sundays, I, I'll go and work out on the last workout of the morning and then mop and clean everything. I've been doing that for a few months now. And that's not even on my list. And I kind of feel like I don't want to put it on my list because I don't want to make it a goal. I just want to keep going. An extra thing. Yeah. 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 So I, that's, consider I think that. that's what I had thought. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I had thought last year. Like, nah, I don't need to put that on the list. I'm just going to make gonna do it. Stuff. <laughs> Turns out Rob needs that on his list. Oh, <laughs> so what's it, what's it going to be? What do you, what do you, what are you leaning towards as you are oh. adding things to your 23 cards? Oh man. Well, I rolled over a lot of things because like I said, I put like 50 things on for sure, 2022. Sure. So all of the ones that I didn't get to, I just copied over. Now I did do some editing while I was copying those over as I looked at projects and went, you know what? I don't really need that one after all, sure. because I have something else that replaces it. There were, there were a bunch of 3D printing um, projects for a set that I had kickstarted that had like these cool like bridges and ruined houses and this kind of stuff. And I was like, kind of already have ruins and stuff yeah. like that I yeah. would use. I, I don't need this one anymore. So I didn't copy those over. A lot of making sure that I get caught up with Kickstarters and games that I have yeah. bought that haven't been painted or played. That's a real priority is, okay, they're rolling over again. Some of them are <laughs> rolling over again this year. It's like, at what point do I pull the ripcord and sell that stuff? Like, right. you know what? I didn't make it a priority. I guess I didn't want it anyway. Let's get it out of here. Right. Right. So well, you mentioned a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. You mentioned the health thing. Are there any other kind of quote unquote regrets from your 23 that you that you have shifted for this year? Um let's see what I'm let's see what's what's left on the pending right there in the middle. <laughs> uh, we talked about it uh either last episode or a few episodes ago with the uh the hero quest i was really hot on hero quest yeah i got hero quest for christmas last year after we did our gift episode right right, and right. i put it out to the universe that i was really excited and wanted that game got it opened it on christmas morning just like it was 1984 and i had gotten it when it came out the first time <laughs> and i made my big plan to uh to make my 3d board and the magnets and all that kind of stuff and then i mentioned that all of a sudden like in early november i couldn't get a hold of the materials anymore. oh yeah I couldn't get the magnets the magnets yeah so all the terrain is painted all the minis are painted and the third leg of that trifecta to be ready to play was to have that board done. And that one, the rug got yanked out from underneath me a little bit because yeah. all of a sudden the little five millimeter ball magnets that I needed instead of being, I don't know, 20 bucks for 500 are all of a sudden like over a hundred dollars because wow. they're not making them anymore. Right. So 
I will get that done, but I was like, wait a minute, let me see if I can find a better way to do this before that gets done. So that one had to be moved to 2023, which I was bummed bummed about because I thought it would have been really cool to turn that whole thing around, especially at the scale of awesomeness it is going to be with that right. 3D magnetized board to have that, you know, got it for Christmas 2021, played it Christmas break 2022, you know, from right start to finish but right that one well happen. to be fair part of that year was not having a 3d printer because yours broke and then you waited to save up for your new one so you were out of commission on some of it for a chunk of the year too i suppose you know uh yeah i guess if i looked at it that way if i had if i had had the 3d printer the whole time i would have had it finished before before those magnets went crazy yeah death yep. magnets yeah so. death magnets <laughs> well i think that's what happened is they got banned because like if kids are swallowing like, them, yeah. children swallow it. Like if they swallow one, they're probably okay. As soon as they swallow two and those super strong magnets start trying to attract to each other in their intestines. That's, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Nope. So, <laughs> well, I will say we have nice things. <laughs> Thanks kids. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing that was a surprise for me as well. That now is part of my 23 is the mini painting which right. I didn't get into till the spring and was a little hesitant. I will say I'm I'm like way amateur. I'm not really going to go beyond like the games that I have, maybe a few more that I get along the way. I don't know that this is going to be a forever hobby for me, but it sure has been pretty eye-opening and fun to get a little bit better painting Dark Tower, although I only did a little piece of Dark Tower and you did most of the other work. After Dark Tower were some random games, like the unmatched games that I had got or been given to me as gifts. And then, of course, Mansions of Madness, painting all of those minis. And at some point, you realized, actually, that you have a shared goal with your wife, yourself, and listener Juliana. Your goal was one mini a week. So Special 50... podcast guest, Julian. Oh, and our, and our guest on the Firefly <laughs> episode, of course. But the 52, you, you came over and you're like, you've absolutely finished the goal that we have for 52. So now you've joined me in for 2023 to do 52 or one per week. And I've already started because I'm still painting Final Girl. So yeah, that's the idea is you gotta, we give you a couple weeks to get ahead because sometimes <laughs> you don't get a mini painted for a couple weeks and then you gotta yeah. catch up and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So if I'm painting like each, each vignette of Final Girl has the murderer, monster, bad guy, and then two Final Girls. So each vignette that I'm painting is three. So I know sometimes I'd, I'll just post three and it's three exactly, weeks perfect. even though it didn't take three weeks so and then final girl series two is coming in this this calendar year i have an expansion pack for dark tower coming in this calendar year Ooh. we have the marvel zombies coming in i can't there's, i want to say there's one more thing that i'm going to be painting so i will easily hit 52 and that's that's a surprise from last year to this year i have put that card in for my 23 that i'm completing that goal which is a separate little Thing that you made so we can put up pictures so oh so you're not putting those as separate things like finish painting final girl season one finish painting final girl season two finish painting marvel zombies finish painting. no because like, i've heard you for so long say that's dependent on shipping and whether or not it gets sent so really right. it's going to be i want to put goals for playing those games rather than painting those games so i would like to play final girl 12 times once per month i would like to there play dark go. tower 12 times once per month. So, and maybe I'll put two of those like Dark Tower or Mansions of Madness 12 times. 
And so that gives me some flexibility. Right. Like Final Girl is going to be 12 on its own. So I have some playing games as a goal for 23. That's going to be 12 of this or this. By the way, just a tangent. In December, <laughs> Dark Tower app was updated and apparently they made four player games better because oh. we ran into some difficulties. And apparently that was some data that they got was that four player games were harder just the way the game analytics went. So they updated some stuff. They updated the final card. We're going to have to uh, find some time to play it and do another four player game. That's how I shifted my goal. So I would like to play final ones, final girl series one or two, 12 times. So if I don't ever get season two or series two, I can still play series one. Something that also came up last year around this time, or maybe earlier, was that app that I found, Board Game Stats. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you've got goals for playing different games and getting those, it might be, you might want to pull the trigger on Board Game mm. Stats. You guys, if you do follow, I know you, I know everybody listening already follows the podcast at Nerd Best Friends on <laughs> Instagram. But if you also followed at Ale Gulper, which is me, posted my stats at the end of the year of what games and how many people I play with. It gives you the hours, the breakdowns, how many in your collection. I really like the BG Stats app. It's really fun to see who I've played with the most. It's really fun to see which games I've played the most. It's motivating to think, like, to look down at the bottom of the list and be like, oh, you know what? That's funny. Like, I think really highly of my friend so-and-so and I only played two board games with mm, them this year. Yeah, I want to do yeah. better next time. It's also, we'll say, motivating to see the stat of, like, you played 27 percent of the games in your collection it's like oof that's not enough wow. <laughs> <laughs> i think i need to buy more girls <laughs> yeah so, uh, i'll consider it's just time man time what to log what game you played yes it's it's <laughs> it's hard sometimes to get the game out and play it much less to add that extra step but oh, you are often right when you suggest these things you're not suggesting them lightly you're suggesting <laughs> them because you know the benefits of it and it's something that you do and as my best friend know it is something that i would like I'll so the funny thing about board game stats that was kind of a running topic all year long was playing games with my actual son andrew and playing games with my apparently surrogate son michael <laughs> for most for person most played with they kept going back and forth and every <laughs> once in a while i'll be like hey we gotta play a game like andrew you wanna like have a game night it's like well i go play video games with my friends I'm like, all right, well, my real son, Michael, has <laughs> my two actual up on you. nerd to... son. Yeah, my, my, my son who likes me. Anything new on your 23 that hasn't been there? The health stuff will be uh, <laughs> will be put on there. I got to get a little creative with that. Oh, it's and, a return uh, to the health. Yeah, get some exercise there like that. Maybe revisit some of the old. Help me come up with a solution for this. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> so do it. So at some point, these things have rolled over too many times. Okay. Right. Either a miniature set that I that I got, or a, or a game that I thought I wanted and have never played. How can I gamify, or how can I challenge myself to make a decision on those? Do are mm. is it a thing where it doesn't matter? I'm a nerd. Nerds collect things. I've got this collection of stuff that's going to be sitting there forever. Or is there a way to evaluate? And move it along. So that first one's not going to motivate you at all. That's why they have moved mm -hmm. from year to year to year, right? Mm -hmm. I think a good way to go about it is to create goals on when you want to play or use those items. You burned through folklore because you wanted to play it with your family. You burned mm -hmm. through Marvel United 
Because once you started playing that game, it's like, oh my gosh, I want all these other characters to play in this game. So I think you look at what you have that's been carried over and think really seriously about what is usable, what is intriguing to play, whether it's a whole game or just a series. Like you also painted that Halloween army and your motivation on that was trying the new Citadel colors, right? right? The oranges and the yellows and stuff. We still haven't played that game. So true. Find the motivation of why you want to do those games or those pieces or those sets so that you can then have the encouragement or desire to finish it. And that's going to be, I imagine that's changed as well based on the gifts you got for the holidays. Now you've got some newer stuff and you've got to weigh the new stuff with the old stuff. That's that's where I'm sitting too. The new, new stuff with the old stuff. I don't have as many games and things that roll over as you do. So my choices are not as, I don't have as big as, of a conundrum that you do, but I think you are motivated by the play itself. What do you want to play? Gamify it that way so you could say, oh, I have this game that's been on the shelf for three years. This would be a really fun game to have with my my dad's and son's group on once we finish the D&D adventure. So I have until July to do that or whatever it may be. One thing I had been thinking is what if we had this space that we could just set out multiple games and just invite people to a big old food party and just here's this table of this game. Here's this table of this game. And just right. We're not D&D. We're not sitting at it for hours at a time. But here's the Dark Tower table. Here's the folklore table. Here's the blah table. Here's the Scooby-Doo table. Like table like and just play stuff so imagine if you had that type of output then maybe you could figure out which ones you would actually go sit in and paint okay well i like that you turned it to to like a imagine part at the end because honestly the <laughs> idea of strangers eating food and licking their disgusting fingers and then touching my games <laughs> made my stomach turn inside out while you were describing it okay the food will be in a different room and everyone <laughs> must wash their hands before they enter the game room but you know what i mean you know what i mean i don't mean strangers i mean our friends oh i mean down the line i think a game bar restaurant could actually be something really good in in this town but i just mean like what if we had a space where we could play all that out and just invite our friends that's that's an off podcast conversation but point is having something <laughs> like that to work towards i think will help you decide which ones you're going to actually continue to carry over you're right the the end goal has to be being excited about playing it with friends that's the yes. whole point of these games in the yes. first place right yes all right, more to come in this year's episodes <laughs> of Nerd Best Friend Podcast. Hey, nerds, and also join us. Make your 23 for 23. Share it with us. Tell us what you're going to do, how you're gamifying your goals for the year. Oh, my gosh. Wait, let's brainstorm this right now. Okay. We need a hashtag for the year, something like hashtag 23 nerd goals or something like that. Okay. Where when some when somebody moves a card, they can let us know and we can Ooh. shout them out, shout out their accomplishments on an episode. Please. So this is here's the call to action, listeners. Number right. one, make your lists and share the lists with us on our social media at Nerd Best Friends. Well, now you don't have to share the whole list. Like I don't no, need no, to just, see no, no. your board because share you with us that you're you're in. Like here, I got yeah, that's okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like yeah. made my list. Looking forward to hashtag twenty three nerd goals. Twenty three nerd goals. Let's do it. Okay. How about twenty twenty three nerd goals? Okay. Two zero hashtag two zero two three nerd goals. All right. So yes, this week, uh, you know, before you listen, once you listen to this episode, you got to let us know you, you're you in, you did it, you made your board. And then as you start finishing your fun, nerdy things, you can also 
what did they just did DM they, us? They mail us at podcastnerdbestfriends.com. Hashtag two zero two three nerd goals, and then add us. Okay, or we'll find it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the point yeah. of hashtags. The searchability. When I guess right, so I mean we'll you make find them. you make a point, Rob. If someone's not on the social medias, they can email to us their progress podcast at nerdbestfriends.com. Right. I cannot wait until we are reading nerd mail that's like, oh, listener Bartholomew in Arizona moved his <laughs> mission accomplished card for painting his uh, collection of 32 millimeter Zorn action figures that he's had sitting <laughs> on the shelf since Star Trek The Next Generation debuted. Uh, Bartholomew, huh? His, we, his friends call him Bart. But Bart, you know, yes. with the but there were so many Barts when he made the social media accounts, thanks to the Simpsons, <laughs> that he used his whole name, and it's like at Bartholomew two even because there wasn't even a one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> do you rem- Do you remember the Simpsons like tape that came out in the eighties with songs like the album? Bartman? Yes, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, on my my eighties on eight. Sirius XM, they played Do the Bartman, or was it maybe no, 90s no on way. 9? It was like, it was like early 90s, like 1990, I think it came out. I have not heard that song since we were like in middle school. It's awful, but hilarious. Sure. Hilarious. Sure. Anyways, that's what you just reminded me. It was a whole album. There were probably yes, eight was. songs on that. Mm-hmm. Lisa Jake, had yeah. a song, like each character had a song. Of course, Bart Simpson had the like, Do the Bartman rap where he had a whole, whole thing. I mean, they made music videos for it and everything. I, it was a thing. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine what that tape would go for right now if I still had it? <laughs> uh, I bet eBay can tell me. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. It's probably like a dollar. Well, remember, they also came out with their the movie soundtrack. That might be what's popping up for you instead of that. Like, Oh, no. Here it is. Cassette tape with the box and the album art and everything, Annalise. Make your guess. How much would you pay for the Simpsons Sing the Blues cassette tape? I would not pay for it at all. <laughs> but, I mean, because it could go either way on this. It could be so saturated that they're only a few dollars. Or it can be such a crazy rare thing that they're going for twenty, fifty, a hundred. I'll guess right in the middle, maybe twelve bucks. Close, seven dollars and eighty cents. Ah, there you go. All right, all right, all right. Well, I guess I know my memorabilia better than I thought. Hi, nerds. It's Annalise. This is a reminder to our listeners, our call to action. Number one, have you set your 23 for 2023 yet? If not, set those goals. Find your nerd goals. We use Trello. Use whatever works for you. Number two, share with us that you set your goals. Share some if you want at Nerd Best Friends. And then number three, as the year progresses and you move those goals over to a completed card, share your progress with us. Again, at Nerd Best Friends. Or you can email us at podcast at nerdbestfriends.com. Finally, if you'd like to support our podcast, you can do so using Venmo at nerdbestfriends or go to nerdbestfriends.com in the right corner, click tip jar, tip your nerds, keep listening, stay nerdy.
So we have your call to action, nerds. Figure out your 23 for 2023. Hashtag it. Share it with us. Rob, what's the nerdiest thing you did this week? Well, I am going to, just like we have to get creative on some of uh, what counts for 23 on our Trello boards, I am going to count the creation and organization of all of these Trello boards yes. as the nerdiest thing that I did this week. We built the 2023 Trello board. We built the miniature painting for 23 Trello board. I have, this is a silly one. My wife and I are going to do a spicy chicken sandwich Oh, challenge where we're going around to all kinds of local places and trying and comparing their spicy chicken sandwiches. So I made a Trello board for that ranked one through five hot peppers and we take pictures and we try them and then we rank them on the board. You had to manage that. I do a bunch of management as well on the cards themselves. You know, the paint all the hero quest miniatures card. Like I list out all the miniature sets yeah. so that I can keep track of what I've done. It's like, especially if I have to take a break and come back, where am I right. at? Some of the 3D printer, 3D printing projects that I'm doing have a, a lot of different pieces that I want to make sure that I'm doing in order and so that I can paint them with the same paints or, or whatever. So there's a lot of management in that. So I've been just deep in it uh, in the <laughs> well, trailer boards. And to be very clear if listener, if you're not following along, Rob has his 23 for 23 card with all the cards in it, but so also separate or board. Yes. Separate boards for, for some of those within the 23 for 23 board. So exactly. that's, you do manage a lot more than I do. Yeah. So like one of the things that's been on there forever is to <laughs> finish our princes of the apocalypse D and D game that we started in like 2015 or yeah. whatever it might be. But that is also its own separate board to help right. me keep track of the miniatures I have to paint, the dungeon tiles I have to build, like right. what level up milestones there are and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a lot. I love it. All right. What's the interesting thing you did this week? So for me, uh, it was a little bit towards the end of December and into, into the beginning of January. I finally had a chance during winter break to watch the Netflix series Wednesday. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it was so good. It was so good. So I'm going to say two things about it. Number one, I really appreciate there was a lot online about the casting. And we were used to seeing a certain type of Gomez Adams. Tim Burton went back to the 1930s comics and hired an actor that looked like that. So there was there's a lot of talk about that. But I appreciated the casting. I didn't know it was Tim Burton. I did not pay that much attention. And I tried to swipe by when things came up on social media so that I could watch it authentically later. And we, you get through the first like 10, 15 minutes of the first episode before the title card comes through. And I'm like, man, this is, this is Tim Burton, like check boxes. Like this is, and then all of a sudden, boom, created by Tim. I'm like, oh, okay. But what was really funny, I had to pause it. I just, I lost my stuff was in this iteration of the Adams family. The main character is Wednesday. It's focused on her and it's played and portrayed beautifully. The storyline is so good. Wednesday goes to like a private school called Nevermore after Edgar Allan Poe. So everything is Poe-ish and it's really cool. All of the episodes have the word woe in it. It's Mm. it's all really brilliantly done. They have a yearly dance called The Raven. Just all this really good stuff. But there's a flashback sequence in the show because they have Gomez and Morticia having attended and met at the school as teenagers so that they have them knowing each other as teenagers. So they're going through this flashback and it's like when we were at the Raven, when we were in school and this big sign comes on, it's like Raven 1990. And I paused (laughs) and went, 
<laughs> Why is this flashback 1990 and not like 1970? What is mm-hmm. happening here? It just, I flipped my lid that flashbacks now are like when we were in school. Yeah, the lo- the far the far away time of 30 years ago, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, being that being said, it is phenomenal. It is so good. I can they and heard they signed on to season two and I'm excited. I'll add you to the list. I've heard nothing but glowing recommendations of that show. Maria watched it. Our co-worker Sergio and his yeah. daughter watched it. Yeah. Can't stop talking about how much fun he had doing that. So all right. And you Good might even enjoy it, Rob. It's not sure, horror, not. it's not horror genre scariness. It is pure like it's yeah. Adam's family good. All right. Next episode, we will bring on special guest Allison, who just won Best in Show at the LA Comic Con Cosplay Competition. Is that right? That sounds like a that sounds like a big guest for us, Alice. That sounds like a a get. I am so excited to talk to Allison. I have not shown you the pictures of her cosplay win, but she just won Best in Show. Best in Show at LA Comic Con at the top level. We're lucky. We're lucky. Allison and I marched in the USC Marching Band together, so I've known her for quite some time and have watched her progress over the course of time as she's entered some contests. She's met Adam Savage because of her cosplay, like all kinds of cool stuff. So I'm really looking forward to, I'm going to show you off podcast her pictures. We're going to have her on the show next episode. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm excited. Remember to subscribe, share, and give us that five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at NerdBestFriends, or send a message by writing to podcast at NerdBestFriends.com. Well, I hope everyone had a safe and happy New Year's and holiday season. We're hitting 2023 running. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Please follow us on all our things. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year. I do it loudly. I just built. <laughs> <laughs> Same question to you. Looking at your 2023. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. <laughs> I haven't actually made my 23 lips jokes. <laughs> <laughs>